That's Avram Freed here at JM in the AM, Giving Tuesday, folks. You know what that means. It means we want you to be as generous as possible. Go to fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. Miriam Wallach, join me for a second if you don't mind. I know you're busy with a million other things, and I appreciate that. Believe me, I appreciate it. Aw, thank you. But the guest that we are about to introduce yeah. is responsible for the most important sentence in the history of the Nahum Siegel Network. Miriam Wallach has more energy than she knows what to do with, which could have been Avi Lauer's yearbook quote if he had a yearbook when he said that. Okay. Uh, that's not the quote I have oh. in mind. <laughs> well, then he's responsible for many quotes. <laughs> <laughs> Avi Lauer, General Counsel, Yeshiva University, is our guest, and he is responsible for the most important line uttered in the history of the Nahum Siegel Network. And it wasn't that one. On the day that um, we started spreading the word that the Nahum Siegel Network was going all digital, mm-hmm. one of the people, there were about five people we spoke to that day, and there were two or three people we saw in person that day. Mm-hmm when we started to, to spread the word and get the opinion of those that are going to have to adjust to the new reality. And uh, we get to Avi Lauer and, uh, up at Yeshiva University, and we tell him the news that the Nahum Siegel Network is going all digital, and he says, I didn't realize you guys were still on the radio. I know. That was so <laughs> genius. And I was like, wow, Good. this guy has right. just given us the confidence to move ahead Go forward. Cut that cord. <laughs> Cut that cord, <laughs> exactly. And, uh, and to continue establishing what we always felt was a dream. That's our own independent, free network. Avi Lauer, welcome back to JMD. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Boys, it's nice to see you. Your really good friends come out at this hour. See, lawyers start at 10. Guys or like, later. <laughs> yeah. Art Raymond started at 9. Just saying. I remember that. Uh, and on top of that, good friends come out during COVID because a lot of people, even close friends, don't see their friends and relatives during COVID. But you're here sitting six feet away from me. This is true. Now, you know what? You were way ahead of your times. You know, you were just discussing cutting the cord. Right. So you were remote. You were Internet way before all this That's started. True. And uh, you've been keeping us together. You're the constant in all of our lives. You've been really keeping us together. And a lot has been disrupted, and you take your laptop and Miriam and, and your guys, and you, you're here. Yeah, and sometimes we're 7,000 miles away. You're aware of the fact uh, that we, so just, I've heard. Yeah. we just did a really nice trip to Dubai, brought some important messages back to our worldwide audience. And uh, it's one of the reasons that uh, – it's one of the things that we bring up on a day like today. Uh, this is not your regular average Jewish radio show, nor your regular average Jewish radio network. Absolutely not. You know, you can go anywhere in the world um, you have – and now everybody listens to you all over the place. Uh, more reason to give and support all your efforts. Yeah, it's a good feeling, everybody. It's a good feeling to be uh, an international entity in the, in the fact that we can set up a mobile studio anywhere and bring important stories and messages to the people. And what Avi says is correct. It's a good reason to give and a good reason to be included in our list of 2020 donors. Your monthly or one-time donation can be given right now at fjbunity.org. Again, that's FJB. Unity.org. This has been a um, what must be a very strange uh, time. I mean, obviously, it's a strange time for everybody. Uh, but you're used to walking around at least half of the year on a campus that's very, very active. In fact, I think we've once calculated that basically about 26 weeks of the year, it's, it's emptier. And 26 weeks of the year, it's bustling with yeah. students and activities and, and day and night. I mean, stuff that goes on till all hours 
of the night. It must be a bit – I don't even know if you're there ever in your main office these days. You may be working from home like so many others, but it must be an unusual experience for you. So actually the campus now is um, pretty active most of the year. We have semesters in between right. uh, now. We have summer school. We have summer semesters. Um, our campus is hustling and bustling. Um, it's one of the few, if not the only, private college in the city that is open uh, and has, camp uh, has students on campus. Um, I am working remotely for the most part, but you know, like you, I could take my laptop and work <laughs> anywhere. Right. I wonder, does your uh, does your department uh, thrive in this situation? Do you barely hang on in this situation? How would you describe the way work's getting done? I, I think the work that we do could be done anywhere. Um, literally, take a laptop yeah. and your telephone's on your laptop. You don't have to take much more. Right. Um, so we've been really busy. Um, there's a lot of great things going on. And we get to be a part of all that. You does, know, this, does this mean post-COVID he ain't going to be showing up on campus anymore? Uh, that's, that's a discussion that <laughs> hasn't been had that's yet. That's an off-the-air discussion, say I'd say. Not wow. But just to speak to Avi's point for a second, yeah. as having two kids in college right now, one of whom is in Stern College for Women and is living on campus, I can't tell you how happy she is to be part of a campus experience. And I have to give credit to everyone at YU in all departments who make sure that our kids are healthy and that our kids are safe and that our kids are there. Yeah. It is so important. My senior, my daughter who's a senior, is finishing up her is finishing up her college experience online from her kitchen. And then you have my other daughter who is sitting in class, who is on campus, who is spending as many Shabbatot as she can on campus and not coming home because she's so happy to be there. That social aspect, that social connection that you only find at YU and CERN. Honestly, you only find it at YU and CERN. If you're looking for that, it is just it is something so intangible but so important for that collegiate experience that I really, as a parent, must be makir tov to them. You know, it's funny. I, I have to toss in our own experience because we have a senior in Yeshiva College. Dorming did not make sense for him this semester, again, you know, because of the COVID situation. But just the fact that he's able to go to Shear on campus, just the fact that he could spend, if right. he wants, 6 a.m. till 12 a.m. Right. on campus if he wishes, right. it's a completely different life than for others who are in their lower 20s and are suffering from a real COVID experience. There was a cheer that went out when they restarted the shuttle. <laughs> the shuttle's restarted? Yeah. Of course. It yes. restarted? Of yes. course. Do you know how vital that is for us? I don't know if he knows. I got to let him know. Yeah. Are you kidding how helpful that is for us in downtown Manhattan? You know what? It was, it was pretty um, shocking to us when we did you know, sort of the surveys at the beginning. These students really wanted to be on campus, as Miriam said. Yeah. That's really the the uh, the icker of what everybody the does there. The lifeblood. It's something that's unique to what we do. Um, but really, the staff and and all the employees, the faculty, the Russia Yeshiva, they really just jumped on this on this bandwagon and said, "We're going to make this work. We're going to make it as exciting as usual." Um, and uh, it's worked out well. Rabbi Berman was very committed to having in person this semester. Uh, we're going to be expanding it in the spring semester as well. And, uh, you know, that's, that's how we do things. You know, I don't know if this is your department. Maybe it is, or maybe you're involved in the meetings. I mean, people have to be speculating every week what's going to happen right. in terms of the timetable with the vaccine. How will it affect pre- and post-Pesach at the Yeshiva's campus? It must, right. There must be so much pivoting going on constantly as you plan for the future. So we plan for the best. We prepare for the worst. Right. We have multiple plans in between. 
Um, there are teams that get on Zoom multiple times a week and uh, talk about the contingencies, what if this, what if that. But our goal is to offer the maximum we can. And uh, the students really appreciate it. They, they've come up to administrators, faculty, Russia Yeshiva, and thanked us for everything that's being done. Um, I have amazing colleagues over there, and uh, the students really, really appreciate the efforts and see it. How many years are you general counsel at this point? Uh, March will be 13. Wow. Yeah. It's quite a stretch. It's, you know, you remember when you were there. Yeah. You, were there, you know, the garage is still there. We haven't <laughs> knocked it down yet. If you want to come back, maybe you should broadcast live from Honestly, upstairs in the me, garage I'll where be, it started. That's where, that's, that is where it all started. WIUR was there. But you know there's only one thing that I want to come back right now. What is that? And I'm that, afraid to ask. You see University basketball is the one thing it's I coming, wish. It's when, coming. When, when, when. We need it so well, badly. The worldwide Jew. You know, do you know on campus that the entire Jewish world was watching Yeshiva University basketball at the end of the last I, season? I would say it's the story of a movie, but actually someone's producing something <laughs> about this story. It's an incredible story. Where, where they came from, uh, they've always been amazing, but the things they've done in the past few years, our biggest fan here, uh, oh, at least you know, tallest. I don't know about biggest. I was talking about oh, your son, not, but okay. <laughs> that may not even be true. I mean, Dave Kufeld. I got to give him the the moniker. There are of like three man. guys that are at every game, and you're one of them, and we appreciate it. You know, it's funny. Originally, I, I thought we uh, we'd be speaking to Elliot this morning. Uh, but we will speak to them, I'm sure, in the near future. And I was, I was saying to myself, you know, Elliot, this time of year, we usually see each other like three times a week. Exactly. And we haven't seen exactly. each other in months. I think it is coming back. It'll be great. And uh, listen, they have an amazing team. They're going to do incredibly well. I hope so. I certainly hope so. All right, Avi, All right. you're well, the man. You. You're the man. You're the man. Before you leave, you're yeah. the man who enthusiastically, in one sentence, in one sentence, helped us move forward to establish an all-digital Nahum Siegel network. With that in mind, please tell everybody out there why we are a worthy cause for small, for large, for any type of donation. Listen, uh, the Nahum Siegel network really holds the whole community together. And I'm not talking about the five towns. I am a five towns guy. I believe it's the epicenter of the world. <laughs> and uh, I rarely leave the five towns. Those but I Jeru will say... Those in Jerusalem might argue with you. <laughs> yes, you know? yes. I've been there a few times. But I will say the Jewish community has spread. Uh, I, when I moved to the five towns, it was shortly before the Wallachs. Um, the, it was a small community. There were right. about uh, 180 families in the Young Israel Woodmere. And uh, as it grew in 2001, I saw the fragmentation of this community with just growing out of the Young Israel Woodmere into other shuls and started the Five Town Shuls site. Right. That was on a micro level. Really what you do is you hold all the communities around the world. It started in New York, it spread, now it's international. Uh, you, have, you have fans in Dubai now. I mean, where else can you go? Uh, Elon Musk is going to take you to the moon one day. What could I tell you? That would be amazing. Yeah, Miriam will figure that one out. Don't worry. <laughs> that would be, Miriam, and, and Miriam the, is signaling that I may not fit into the capsule. There'll be people there that'll say, Miriam, where have you been? <laughs> all right. Anyway, here is you don't, your, you don't know how many people agree with you on that one. <laughs> Um, I speak with my with my Whoa, checkbook and support you. what you're doing. For the next two and a half seconds, Stephen Wallach is matching any <laughs> gifts. Oops, it's over. Uh, so he matches my gift. And I wish you all the best and continued Hatzlacha. Thank you, Avi Lauer. General Counsel, Yeshiva University, great friend of this network and somebody who, again, had one of the most important lines, one of the most important reactions in the history of this network. And also, by the way, you may recall, I wonder if Miriam remembers this, you may recall 
We had at the beginning of the founding of this network a select group that we called a focus group to talk about programming and talk about the, uh, the, the, the furtherance of, uh, of our projects on NSN. Mm-hmm. Avi was part of that group.